0: Christmas, and thank you for your steadfast dedication to our Lord Jesus Christ. In this celebration of our Lord's birth, Pastor Lau and Pastor Dao would like to welcome you to the following Christmas message from New Hope International Church in Seattle, Washington. Here is Pastor Lau's teaching that will change your life with love, joy, and peace in Jesus. And now, Pastor Lau.
1: First, Lord, not to be selfish, to be self centered, self righteous, but work in our life to be God centered, to be kingdom oriented people. Thank you, Jesus. Love you, Lord. Love you. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. How many people love the Lord? Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. The Lord is so good. Amen. As I mentioned before, what I will preach is not just a theory that I read the Bible and share with you, but the goodness and the mercy of God is something that we can experience. And I have been a Christian for 36 years. I know and experience that God is real. And Jesus is the good God. So I know that he is the living God. And he's still at work today for all of us. He's still working inside us, working around us. He's the good God. Last night we talked about the good news. The Bible says that the Spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives and recovery of sight to the blind, and to set at liberty those who are oppressed, to proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord. In fact, we celebrate Christmas. We see many times, Nativity scene, the baby in a manger. We see the picture of Mary on a donkey with going to Bethlehem. And we see a picture of Jesus' baby. But I thank God Jesus did not stay as a baby. He grew up. And when he turned 30 years old, he began to preach the gospel. And he showed to the world God is real. And he is the way, the truth, and the life. And he showed to the world that God is good and God loves the world so much. I thank God. I came from the religion that my previous religious leader died. And the body is still in the ground. But One of the reasons I accepted Jesus Christ 36 years ago because I learned from the history that Jesus who claimed to be the Son of God who say I'm the way, the life, and the truth and no one can come to the Father did not stay in the tomb. He was crucified. He was put in the tomb. And three days later, he was raised from the dead. And he showed himself in front of the eyes of more than 500 people in that generation. People could touch his body. He was speaking to people. And he ascended to heaven in front of the eyes of people in that generation. Can you imagine? The people in the time of Jesus, in the time of the New Testament, they were willing to die. They were killed in the Coliseum. Some of them were burned and crucified. Some of them even hid upside down. They were crucified and the head upside down. Because they could not deny the lordship, the reality, and the love of Jesus Christ. They saw with their own eyes that Jesus demonstrated the love of God and the power of heaven. And they saw with their own eyes that Jesus came back to life. And he claimed that, I am the Savior. I am the answer to this world. If you believe in me, you shall not die. You shall live forever. That's why Christmas means so much for Christians like me. Because it's a time to refocus. It's a time to think about the goodness of God. What Jesus did for us and what Jesus can do for us. When Jesus stepping into my life, into your life, He's still the living God. He is the same yesterday, today, and forever. What He did 2,000 years ago that we can read from the four Gospels, He can still do it today. So I would like to continue the sermon from last night. What happened? when Jesus shows up in your life. And all the things that I'm going to preach happened to me. Everything that the Bible records, it happens to me. And millions of people in the world have the same experience. Jesus said that I come to give life and give it more abundantly. Jesus said that He wants to bless us. He wants to help us, provide for us, meet our needs. Jesus come as our doctor. He is the Jehovah Rapha, God, our healer. He is the God, our deliverer. He is the God who is our victory. Everything that we need in this earth is Jesus. If you have Jesus in your life, you have everything that you need. Because he is everything that you need. We're going to look through some scripture together last night. I mentioned that Jesus provided the need in the wedding at Cana of Galilee. They ran out of the wine, and Jesus changed water into wine. And the wine that he changed from water was the best wine, better than the first one. Wow, when he gives you, he gives you the best. Every time I look at my wife, Pasada, I say, God, give me the best the best. My wife is the best for me. Perfect for me. Everyone, all the men turn to your wife and say, you are the best. God give me the best. <laughs> say it. Clear enough? Okay, she need to hear that. Amen? <laughs> when God give us the building, he give us this building, the best for us. Amen? Everything he gives, he gives us the team, he gives us the best. Best for our life because he loves us so much. Last night we learned That Jesus could calm the storm. Any storm in our life, he can come in and he can stop it. And not only that, we will come out of the storm just to get by. But we can come out of the storm better than even before. That is the kind of God we serve. The God who will not just take us out of the storm, but he will also put us better. Remember the story of Joseph, the same God of Abraham and Isaac. Joseph faced a big storm. Oh, he was sold as slave. He was lied. He was deceived. And eventually he got put in jail. And in jail, eventually he was promoted to be the, one of the ruler or one of the master in jail. He got worse and worse, and eventually he came out from jail to become the prime minister of Egypt. You see, God has the way to stop the storm and take us out from the storm with a better one. That is the way our God is. You need to know your God. Last night we learned that God also can forgive our sin. It's so wonderful not to live in guilt every day, in condemnation. We know every time we make mistake. We can come to God and say, Sorry, God, please forgive me. And He will give you a new life again. He helped you to start over again. Today, we're going to look at more scripture. What happened when Jesus is in your life? When you open the door of your life and let Him come into your life. We are not talking about religion here. A lot of people try to follow religions. But we are not following religion. We have the living God Live on the inside of us, and he's still active in doing things for us. Look at what the Bible says in Mark chapter 5 25 to 34. Now, a certain woman had a flow of blood for 12 years and has suffered many things for many physicians. You know, sometimes when you go to see physicians, you suffer. Get injection, get cut on, take medication. It's not fun to go to see doctors. She has spent, not only suffer from physicians, but you have to spend money. And in America, quite expensive too. She has spent all that she had and was no better, but rather grew worse. When she heard about Jesus, I'm glad I heard about Jesus from American missionary. I thank God from America. American churches send missionary throughout the whole world. And I was one of the product of the American missionary. I heard about Jesus. She came behind him in the crowd and touched his garment. And she said, if only I may touch his cloth, I shall be made well. You notice this lady? She heard about Jesus. Then she began to have faith. She heard that Jesus healed the sick. Jesus cast out demons. Jesus stopped the wind, the storm. Jesus raised the dead. Jesus fed 5,000 people with five loaves and two fish. She heard all this story. And she had faith on the inside of her. And she said that I need to meet this person. I need to come close to him and touch his clothes. I want to draw something out of this person, the Son of God, Jesus Christ. And not only she had faith in her heart, but she also confessed with her mouth. She said, I will get the healing. She said, she spoke by faith. The way we walk in the Christian life in order to receive anything from God. It is, this is the way. We hear. And what we hear go into our heart and have faith in the heart. After we hear, we have faith, then we speak. We speak. And then things will happen. I apply this principle all the time. At one time, I tried to sell my house. I tried to sell my house and bought another house. But that house was not sold. And I had to pay two mortgages. And one day, God spoke to me. Why don't you exercise the principle of faith? I was standing in the kitchen and then God spoke to me. Ask me. I will help you to sell your house. I never forgot. I was putting my hand on the island counter of the kitchen and I say, in Jesus' name, my house will be sold within a month. I say like that. I spoke my faith like this woman. Right after I say that, Somebody offered a house, and I sold it within a month. It's a principle of faith. This woman has so much faith in her heart, and she said, I shall be made well. Immediately, the fountain of her blood was dried up, and she felt in her body that she was healed of the affliction. And Jesus immediately, knowing in himself that power had gone out of him, Turn around in the crowd and said, Who touched me, my clothes? Who touched my clothes? But his disciple said to him, You see the multitude thronging you, and you say, Who touched me? And he looked around to see her who had done this thing. But the woman, fearing and trembling, knowing what had happened to her, came and fell down before him, and told him the whole truth. And he said to her, Daughter, your faith has made you well. Go in peace, and be healed of your affliction. When Jesus comes into your house, it's not only that your sins are forgiven, it's not only that you have the ticket to go to heaven, it's not that your name is recorded in the book of life of the Lamb. It's not that he shall meet all of your needs and he can calm the storm of your life. But Jesus, the Bible says, by his stripes you are healed. He is your healer. As a medical doctor, I've seen so many healing in my life by the Lord Jesus Christ. I remember many years ago, I was a brand new believer. And at that time, I did not understand much of the Bible. I know one thing is that God is powerful. He created the heavens and the earth. And my daughter had a mass in her body. And I was reminded by God, God can heal. Jesus can heal your daughter. So... I was walking to the hospital, and I just prayed in my heart. I did not even lay hand on my daughter because I did not know about the laying on of hand at that time. Just say, God, heal my daughter, please. I mean, I was a brand new believer. I did not know much. I just prayed like a kid. God, heal my daughter. When I came back home, the mass was gone. So I can see with my own eyes that God is the healer. In the same time, a patient came to me. She thought that I'm a brain doctor, so actually she has psychiatric disorder. And she had to take a lot of medication. She came because she thought that I can heal any brain problem. But I told her, I'm sorry, I'm a brain surgeon. I'm not a psychiatrist. I cannot cure you. This is happening 36 years ago. I was a brand new believer. I said, you know, I'm sorry I could not help you. But I know one thing. My God, Jesus, can heal you. I say like that. The lady said, can you pray for me? So I prayed for her in my clinic, and she got healed. She and her sister came back to see me many months later, and her mental disease was totally gone. She went back to work. She enjoyed life again, and she was so happy. In the same period of time, I was a brand-new believer. One man came into the hospital, become polarized from the chest down, and I try to investigate whether he has cancer or tumor or anything. But by the test, I found out that the parasite cut his spinal cord. In the medical knowledge, according to the neurosurgery textbook, when your spinal cord gets cut or get damaged, and the function does not come back in 48 hours, it means... Hopeless case. It means he would never come back again. So this man was lying in the hospital for many days. His function did not come back. He still polarized, no leg motion, nothing for many days. I remember I knelt down and prayed for this man. I saw his three little kids standing at the bedside in the hospital. How the wife going to take care of the husband and the three kids The husband is the only breadwinner. He is the only one who makes money for the family. The wife had little three kids. I was having compassion on them. Do you know one thing? When you pray for the sick, you don't pray to show off that you are such a powerful man. You pray with compassion. I had compassion on them. And I Nailed down in my bedroom. This is not even lay hand at the hospital. I just stay in my bedroom. I dare not lay hand on people at that generation. Because I was a brand new believer. I just nailed down and said, God, could you please show your mercy to this couple? God, from everlasting to everlasting, your mercy will endure forever. I know, Lord, that you are the merciful and compassionate God. Please heal this man. And Jesus did. The next day, I went up to the floor, walked into the room, opened the blanket on his body, and I said, Mr. So-and-so, can you move your legs? And he moved his leg. I was shocked because he could not move at all for many days, more than seven days. He was lying there, polarized. God healed him. And the story is not done yet. I sent him home because he got better. Many months later, I was writing some prescription in my clinic. The patient already got out of the room. Somebody opened the door of my clinic room, walk in, jump up and down, and I could not remember him very well because he dressed up. And he said, "You remember me?" I said, "No." I am that man, that fisherman, that you say that you pray to God and God heal me and now I want to show you I walk, I went back to work and I can jump up and down in front of you. I just want to come to say thank your God for healing me. Wow. It's so wonderful to see the healing of God. Amen. Let's give hand to the Lord. Praise God. Pastor Dan, I we have one daughter. And after that, she could not get pregnant for two reasons. Number one, because I was in the hospital all the time. I never stay home. I was trained at the University of Washington. Woke up at 5, come home at 11 p.m. Never been home. So we never have kids because of training. But later on, we want to have kids, but she began to have bleeding from her womb. Like this woman, she began to have bleeding. And she went to the gynecologist at Northgate area, the gynecologist did some exams, some tests and find out that she has what we call endometriosis. Endometriosis will cause bleeding and pain in the tummy. And the only way to cure it is to have a baby. But you cannot have a baby because you have, keep having bleeding. So thank God. God is still the healer. The gynecologist said to my wife that By next year, if it doesn't stop, you need to have a hysterectomy of cutting the womb off. We went back to Thailand, to Bangkok, to visit our parents. And we went to a church on Sunday while we were worshiping God. And the pastor said, whoever needs healing today, you can ask from Jesus. My wife and I stood up and prayed, God, heal my wife. We want to have more kids. Suddenly, my wife feels the power flowing to her. Like this, exactly like this woman. She feels the power. I feel too. I was standing close to her. I feel something come upon me. The power of God from heaven. And the bleeding stopped. And many months later, she got pregnant. Pregnant again two times. And we have two more babies. Now they're not babies anymore. They're grown up. So you can see... That Jesus is still healing today. He still healed the sick. Amen. He is a good God. I remember a lady came to our church. She came to church the first time in the afternoon service. And she told us that she had colon cancer. And the doctor gave her only six months to leave. She was not a believer. She came out to be prayed for. She was in the first of the line. I lay hand on her. I didn't even know that she had a colon cancer at that time. We lay hand on her. She received Jesus Christ into her heart. After that, she went back to the doctor. The doctor got the CT scan, x-ray. The cancer was gone. And she's still coming to church every Sunday. This was happening about eight years ago. And she's still alive and healthy and serve God. God can heal any sickness. He is our healer. Amen? He's such a good God. If you are sick, you can cry now to God. You can pray for the healing. Because when Jesus enters into your life, He can heal every kind of sickness. But the question is, do you believe? Do you believe that He can heal you? Jesus said to this woman, because of your faith you are healed you need to build your faith and in order to build your faith number one you need to listen to the teaching because faith comes by hearing and hearing of the word of god i remember i read a magazine from kenneth Haken ministry many years ago at that time i studied a lot about healing And I read about a story of a woman who has multiple sclerosis. Multiple sclerosis is a disease that affects the covering of the nervous system. So when you MRI the brain, you see some plague in the brain. And when it affects, you will lose your eyesight. You lose motor function, leg function, and you can become polarized. This woman could not, she was a runner, professional runner. She got attacked by multiple sclerosis. She could not even walk. She got bedridden. And then she heard from the Bible that faith come by hearing and hearing of the Word of God. What she did, she turned on. At that generation, they did not have any CD. She turned on the tape. She bought all the tape of healing. She listened to this tape, listened every day on her bed. And at the beginning, the faith was mm, very little. She kept listening until her faith rose up to the point that I believe God healed me. And she jumped out of the bed. She got totally healed and could go back to run again. You see, we see that faith come by hearing and hearing of the word of God. This woman heard about Jesus. She kept hearing about Jesus until her faith rise up and Jesus healed her. My brother and sister, you need to do your homework. Number one, invite Jesus to come into your life. Two, build your your faith that Jesus can heal you, can do great things in your life. Last night, I preached about Jesus could cast out demons from that man who has thousands of demons. Right after the service, a lady walked to me. Pastor, I heard that Jesus can cast out demons. Can you cast demons out from me tonight? I say, uh, uh, this is a Christmas Eve service. Okay, uh, I need to greet guests first. Uh, can you give me a, a why? Because I need to greet people. She said, yes, I will wait for you. She did. She was standing at the corner of the church waiting for me. I greeted everybody. And I, I finished with greeting and saying hi, Merry Christmas to everybody. She's still waiting. So I and another... A servant in this church went into another room with her. We walked out in that room. And I just pray, simple, pray with her. I asked her to pray with me. She said, I gave my life to Jesus. I want to serve Jesus. This is a young lady. This lady, she went into the internet and watched all kinds of witchcraft to learn about witchcraft. And then the demon jumped on her. And after that, she got so much fearful. So much confusion, could not sleep, had a lot of symptoms because of demon attacking her. I lay hand on her with another servant in this church. And so simple like that, demon come out. Boom, 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 boom. She opened her eyes. She cried and she, I'm free. I'm so light right now. I'm set free by Jesus Christ. This happened in the Christmas Eve service. Amen. Thank God she had faith. For the deliverance, because she heard the gospel. She heard the word of God. I want to encourage you one thing. When you hear the sermon, don't hear just hate knowledge. You build your faith. Get excited. Yes, yes, this is true. It's for me. It can happen in the 21st century. Because Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Build your faith. Amen. Everyone say, Jesus meets my needs. Everyone say, Jesus can calm the storm of my life. Everyone say, Jesus, forgive my sin. Everyone say, Jesus can heal my sickness. Everyone say, Jesus can set me free from evil spirit. If you get attacked from evil spirit, just say, in the name of Jesus, get out of here right now. Amen? Sometimes evil spirit can attack your money, can attack your marriage, attack your eyes, attack your body. So you say, get out of here right now in the name of Jesus. Jesus come to heal. healed. When the blind man come to Jesus, he healed him. When he show up in your life, even incurable disease can be healed. Even the bad report from doctor doesn't mean much anymore. Because God is bigger than the medical report. Amen. Every time when doctor tell our members, oh, you're going to have six months to leave. I say, no, I don't accept that medical report. Because my God, his name is Jesus, is bigger than that medical report. Amen. He's bigger than me, a doctor. Amen. He is God. He is the El Shaddai of the God of more than enough. We are the children of the Most High God. We can believe that our God is a supernatural healer. He can heal any sickness and disease. Amen. How many people want to see more healing in the church? Jesus is the healer. Amen. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. Let me read one more scripture, and we will continue next year about what Jesus can do for us in Christmas time. Luke chapter 10 verse 19. Luke 10:19 say, "Behold, I give you the authority to trample on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy. Nothing shall by any means hurt you." Hallelujah. When Jesus come into your life? He did not only give you life, eternal life, provision. He also gives you power. Everyone say power. power. He gives you authority. He can help you. He empowers you to do supernatural things for God. My dear brother and sister, you have the power of God on the inside of you if you have Jesus inside you. You need to learn how to exercise that power. I just came back from Arizona, and a group of people were driving from San Diego to go to the revival meeting. On the way to Arizona, they got a heavy rainstorm. Very difficult to drive because the rain was so heavy between San Diego and Phoenix. And while they were driving, they remembered the preaching that I preached to them. That God gave them power to do things for the gospel. So one of the ladies in the car, she is a Laotian lady. She said, in the name of Jesus. This is a true story. just happened last week, two weeks ago. In the name of Jesus, I command this rain and this storm to stop right now. And you know what happened? It stopped suddenly. The road became clear, no more rain. She said, wow, it works. I have the power to stop the rain in this generation. Wow, she came to the meeting exciting so much. My dear brother and sister, we have the power. When I look at your life and you serve God, I know the power of God is in you. How many of you know that you can do things that you should not be doing? with your own strength. You know the power of God is in you. When I look at the choir a while ago, go, the power of God is in them. They could sing very well. And when I look at some of you, I don't believe that you can sing like that. <laughs> but the power of God is in you. If you know me very well, if you know me, you will know the power of God. By nature, I'm not an orator. By nature, I'm not a speaker. I'm a chai man. Oh, I tell you right now, I got nervous every time I got on the pulpit. After how many years? I've been a pastor for 30 years. Every time I got on the pulpit to preach, Pastor Nah, very well. I got nervous because by nature, I'm not a speaker. I'm a very quiet man. So every time I come up, say, I need power, Lord. I need the power to preach because it's not, this is not my nature to preach in front of people. I, I like to sit, sit there and be quiet. I don't like to speak in front of the public. But the power of God helped me to preach in front of people. There's a power available to you in the name of Jesus. That power makes you strong, healthy, good-looking. You don't grow old very fast. You look younger than age. You look good. You look awesome. The power of God gives you strength to be able to handle any kind of work. Amen? When you have to stay up all night to do something, He gives you power to be able to handle that work up all night. He gives you the power. You draw the power from God. The power that He created the heavens and the earth. The power that He raised Jesus from the dead. The power that Jesus raised the dead out of the coffin. He has that power, and that power is available inside you. You can do all things through Him who strengthened you. My dear brother and sister, as a believer, when you have Jesus on the inside of you, you don't need to be afraid of facing anything in your life. You can cry now to God and say, God, I need the power of resurrection right now. The power that you perform on the body of Mary, She was a virgin, but but the power, that power make her pregnant. That same power that raised Jesus from the dead. You have that power. Everyone who is a believer say, I have the power. I have the authority. Amen. You have the authority to command bad things in your life to go away from you. Amen. You have the power to command sickness to go away from you. You have the power to command poverty to go away from you. Maybe you come from the very bad background. Your dad is an alcoholic and you have a tendency to drink alcohol. Or maybe you came from a very poor family, generation after generation. Your family has been poor, could not make it financially. But you say, no, 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 no. I command this curse of poverty to go away from my life. I heard a story of a man. He came from a very poor family. And he also has some kind of mental problem, and uh, uh, the the IQ problem. He could not finish the college. But he became a believer. And later on, he said, God, I believe I will not be poor like my ancestor. I'm going to do well financially. He commanded and he began the business and God blessed his, the work of his hand and his business grow. and he, he, eventually he become a rich man because he has the power to stop the curse of poverty in his family. Amen? So we exercise that authority and power to stop all the negative things that heaven is not agreeing with. We want heaven on earth here. Amen. How many people believe that you have the power? Amen. Amen. Whenever you have negative things come against your life, you say, get out of here. I command by the authority of Jesus, get out of here right now. Amen. The storm in your life, you have the power to stop it. Amen. Wow, wonderful to be a Christian. Is that right? It's wonderful. When Jesus enters into your life, you have so many good things. You have the privilege of using the authority and power. You can be healed. He provides all of your needs. He gives you super abundant life. He's a good God. Amen. We are not talking about a man-made God. We are talking about the God who created the heavens and the earth. The God who owns the whole universe. Amen. He is the supernatural God. The God who can intervene and change the things around supernaturally. And Jesus proved that by being born from a virgin. Jesus proved that by performing miracles after miracles. And Jesus proved that by being raised from the dead. Are you excited about this? I'm so excited to celebrate the birth of Jesus Christ. You think that all these things can happen to you? God is not a respecter of people. If those things happen in the time of the Bible, it can happen to you. You just believe that Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forever. And He loves you so much. He loves you to the point that He died for you. If He is willing to give up His life for you, other things in your life, He's willing to help you. He's willing to heal you. He's willing to provide for you. He's willing to stop and calm the storm of your life. He did not even spare His own life. He laid down His life for you. Everything else, He can do it for you. Amen? Amen. Let us pray. Father, we thank You so much for reminding us What happens when Jesus, the gift of Christmas, comes into our life? Lord, we are reminded today that we can receive healing. We can receive power and authority. We don't have to be afraid of any storm. We believe the storm will be calmed by the Lord Jesus We believe we don't need to be worried about daily life because you are the God, the provider, the El Shaddai, the God of more than enough. Father, we trust you. We believe through your Son, Jesus Christ. All the things that we need shall be met. Thank you, Lord, for your power. Thank you, Lord, that you still show your miracles, manifest your glory to the people in this generation. Father, thank you so much for this nation to sent out so many missionaries all over the world in the past many years. Lord, use us, Lord, to take this gospel to our neighbors, to our friends, our classmates, to the nations. Give us bonus to share the good news of the Lord Jesus Christ in the years to come, Lord. We thank you, Lord, in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen. If you don't have Jesus in your life yet, I'd like to encourage you. Don't wait. Don't procrastinate. Invite him to come in. You don't need to be perfect to become a Christian. You are who you are. But if you invite Jesus to come in, He will begin to work in you. Amen. A lot of people think that if I want to become a Christian, I need to be perfect first. No, 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 no. You are who you are, and God can come in and gradually transform you. He will work in your life, and you will see the changes every year. That's what happened to me in the past 36 years. He has changed me year after year, little by little, teaching me, showing me things. Amen. It's a process of growing and knowing the Lord. But the first step, Jesus said this way, I'm standing at the door and knocked. And if anyone hear my voice, And open the door. I will come in. Brothers and sisters, open the door of your heart and let Jesus come in. Some of you may allow Jesus to come in many years ago, but you ask Him to leave. I want you to do again today. God wants to come back into your life. He loves you so much. If you would like to do that, why don't you pray with me? Amen. How many people want Jesus to come into your life? Raise your hand up. Jesus come in. Raise your hand up. Yes. Hallelujah. If you want to do that, pray with me. Me too. I want Jesus in my life. Better than running my own life. I need Him. I am limited. He is unlimited. I don't know everything. Everything. I am powerless. He knows everything. He is powerful. Follow my prayer. Father in heaven, I invite your son to come into my life. Forgive me of my sins. O oh Lord, Jesus, my God, my Savior, you are the way, the truth, and the life. From today on, you are in my life. You are the gift, the best gift of Christmas to me. I received this gift from heaven Jesus sit on the throne of my life thank you Lord I repent of my sin I have faith in you in Jesus name Hallelujah when Jesus touched your life you will never be the same. Amen. Hallelujah. Let us stand up and sing this song together. Hallelujah. Jesus touched that woman. Let him touch you. Touch your body. Touch your mind. Touch your finances. Touch your family.
2: Jesus came and rescued me. And suddenly I touch from heaven. Jesus came and set me free. Jesus came
1: see your grace touch your hand upon your people in this room Lord I believe Lord you raise them higher and higher they will be stronger more anointed more faith more love you shall shower your favor upon them you crown them with your favor, Lord. You fill their cup and it runs over. Your goodness and your mercy shall follow them all the days of their life. Your protection, the shield of protection shall be all over them everywhere they go. Sickness and disease cannot touch them. The curses of the law shall have to go out of their house because Jesus is in their house bless them father with the blessing of Abraham give them the good Christmas day today with family give them good rest this weekend and give them whatever in heaven in their life in year 2017 they become more fruitful more productive in their own life and in the ministry oh Lord they shall fulfill their God given destiny reward them Father because you say Lord those who seek you diligently shall be rewarded by you. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' mighty name. How many people believe? If you believe, say amen. Amen. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. May the Lord bless all of you. Have a good Christmas day. Amen. Thank you for being here. And I will see you next year. God bless you. Happy New Year to all of you. Hallelujah.
0: Hope this message has brought you joy and peace this Christmas season. If you would like more information about New Hope International Church or other teaching CDs, please contact us at 206-275-1042. You may also visit our website online at www.NewHopeInternationalChurch.com. And Merry Christmas.